Hello ladies, welcome to the Wait for Rest podcast. I'm your host, Kim. You've been called to a purpose that is beyond anything you could imagine. Your value is priceless. God has entrusted you to represent a picture of Christ's church. It's important to know because Jesus is coming back for his bride, the church. Once he comes, those who are a part of his church will have access to God's eternal rest. Ladies, you are valuable because in everything that you do, God has asked you to paint a beautiful picture of Christ's church so that through you, others may come to receive God's gift of eternal rest. But first, you must know his rest for yourself. Well, ladies, we all need rest, and not just any rest, God's rest. It starts with understanding your value and ends with exchanging your weight for his rest. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the Wait for Rest podcast. I'm your host, Kim, and thank you so much for joining today and listening. So I just want to say a quick reminder. Actually, I want to start with saying thank you so much. Uh, for all of the people that, you know, have given feedback or just were able to take uh, a listen to the first episode. If you have not listened to it, I do want to encourage you that it is best to listen to that before you listen to this episode. I do not want you to get confused with the story. Uh, But before we get started, let's say a quick word of prayer, because in everything that I say, I do want to make sure that Christ is seen and it is his spirit speaking through me. So, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to share anything that you have put on my heart. Lord, I pray that through you, people can see um, and hear your heart for your rest in their lives, Lord. Thank you so much once again for this opportunity to share. I pray that you would encourage the ladies through whatever you had me, have me to share today. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. So once again, ladies. If you have not already listened to the episode first one, please do check it out. I hope that it encourages you. So in the first episode, I mentioned a little story about me going to Miami. And um, I said I would get back to that and share with you all what happened there and how did I find out or how did I realize, you know, that God was telling me to leave my job or pursue this idea of, of his rest in writing a book. So maybe um, about a week after my husband got his uh, his job, he, he well, actually me, <laughs> I wanted to go to Miami and just take a little bit of a break. And I wanted to pray about um, this decision. And I was just like, okay, Lord, it, I want to go somewhere for three days to pray. And Miami popped into my head. So I thought, okay let's go to Miami. But my husband couldn't go because he had just started his new job. I remember we were looking for a place for me to stay if I went by myself, whatever. And then um, he, uh, I went to church on a Sunday and I ran into a friend who had gone to Miami many times. And for at this particular moment, I felt like the Lord said, hey, why don't you go and ask this person, where could you stay? So I went up to the person and I said, hey, this is random, but I know you've been to Miami a couple of times. And I was wondering, and the person stopped me and said, oh, would you want to stay with me? It, or, wait, are you, are you going? Or would you want to stay with me? You could stay at my parents' place. And I thought, well, I didn't even get the question out. 
but okay. So I said, well, well, I was, I was asking you because I was trying to see if I could find, if you know of a good place for me to stay in Miami. And the person said, well, you can stay at my parents' place with me for free if you want to. No, no pressure or anything. I'm going to tell you, ladies. Of course, my my pride got to me there. Okay, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, what I said to the person was, okay, let me think about it. But when I went home, I was I told David, my husband, and I said. Eh, I just don't want to entertain anyone. You know, I just wanted to be by myself. I don't know if I should say yes. And he says, I think you need to say yes. You need to take this person up on their, their offer. So the Lord convicted my heart. I ended up reaching out to the person and said, sure. And let me tell you, it was the most blessed, relaxed time I have ever had. The Lord really met with me there. And the amazing part was about it. I mean, I really did have this home to myself. The person, uh, the friend I was staying with, uh, she was rarely there. She came in the afternoon. We went to dinner together. But I, I just it was really alone time for me and the Lord. And um, I remember where I was staying. This place is so beautiful. It's on the beach. I would go out to the pool a couple of times. I'm not a really good swimmer. Okay. But I went out to the pool just to like cool off and read and whatever. Well, the last day came. It was the third day I was there. And I was just asking the Lord, you know, Lord, I, I don't feel like you've answered any of my questions <laughs> regarding, you know, should I be here or should I leave my job or, you know, if I, if I should, when. And I remember that third day I went out to the pool. And they had concierge there. They would tell me, hey, you know, you, you can you can use the pool, blah, blah, blah. But this particular day, they said, you can't use the pool today. You have to go out to the beach. And I thought, okay, well, the beach is very scary. <laughs> and I don't like to get in it unless I have someone with me that knows how to swim. I also am not a good swimmer. You know, all these excuses. Don't want to get my hair wet. <laughs> so I remember um, getting out there. It was like, hot. I mean, maybe 114. It was so hot. I remember going out to the beach with my towel and I'm looking at all these kids get in and I'm like, I, I can't get in there. The waves are crashing. It's so scary to get in there. So what I did was put my feet in <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still hot. I'm still burning up. But I, what I did was decided to kneel down and splash water on my face so I would cool off. And I'm like, I am still hot. I'm hot. But I took a little bit of a break. I put my towel out. I laid out. I started reading from the Bible, reading a devotional that I brought with me. And um, I was just like, okay, I am going to turn into a flame. That's how hot it is out here. I see all these kids getting in. They look like they're having a great time. They know what they're doing. Why can I not get in? So I remember getting up from my seat and I started walking towards the water and I thought I'm just going to do it I took one step in and the more and more I stepped the more and more I realized my feet were still planted I mean I had stepped out from the shore I'm not gonna say I was like in the middle of the ocean but I mean a good 15 feet away from the shore, 15, 20 feet away from the shore, my feet were still planted. The water were, was right, like maybe up to like my chest. 
I still could see where I was going. And I was like, wow, my feet are still planted. I remember turning and started walking down the, the beach. Um, and I, by this time I was a ways out from where I was staying. And I remember just like, just thinking about how peaceful it was in that water. I remember I thought this is just so peaceful. And um, I closed my eyes and I just, I, I could just picture actually, I when I looked at the water, I could, the water looked so silky. It was like a silky blanket. And it was just like, it was so peaceful and so calm in the water. And I started to tear up. I mean, tears are now coming down my eyes. The people in the beach were looking at me like, what is wrong with her? But I'm walking and I'm in, I'm in tears. And it was as if the Holy Spirit met me there and was like, Kim, this is what I really felt in my heart. Kim, exactly. When I, when I ask you to do something, I'm not asking you to jump out into the deep end. I'm not even asking you to know what to do. I'm just asking you to take the first step and I will take care of the rest. And, um, I, I was just like, wow, obedience is just a step. It's not knowing what you're going to do. It's not just diving out into the deep end. It's that step of, yes, I will do it. And then I felt in my heart that the Holy Spirit said, Kim, if you notice, you still can't swim. <laughs> you still don't know how to swim. You, you, you walked in and you're going to walk out. And that's the same way it's going to happen for this book. You, you, you're not a writer. You're not a reader, whatever you're saying you're not. But that's not, it's not about you. The qualifications don't lie in your hands. Those qualifications are in my hands. And when you, when you finish the book, you may still not be a writer. <laughs> You're just going to do it because I am going to take care of it. And I thought that was just so beautiful. So while I'm just think, saying, thank you, Lord, for answering this, like helping me get in and get out. And I was just like, when I got out, I remember saying, when can I get back in? <laughs> That's how peaceful it was. It was more peaceful inside than it was to be on the outside of the water. I remember saying, okay, Lord, well, if, if, if you want me to leave my job, then when? What, what about that? And um, I felt like the Lord said to me, Kim, well, you could have made the choice to stay on shore and burn up. Or you could have went back in into the apartment and stayed there and just watched from the outside as everyone else enjoyed the, the nice, peaceful beach inside. Um, but you made the choice to get in. And the time is now it's either burn up or cool off. <laughs> it's not just cooling off your toes. It's not just splashing the water on your face. It's getting all in. Because that's where the peace is, you'll forever be miserable and make excuses. If you don't just take the first step of obedience, it's now the time of obedience is now. So that was what was the turning point for me when I decided I, I have to tell my boss I, I have to leave. And that was when I had gone back to my boss and told him 
Okay, so that was the story of of the beach and how the Lord really met with me in Miami. And I'm just so thankful for that time that I had with him. But why did it take me so long to leave? (laughs) That's the question. (laughs) Oh, man, I had so much pride. Pride was the biggest factor, guys, the biggest factor. I'm sorry. You know, when you be when you get used to how skillful you are, how talented you are, and how equipped you are, you become really reliant on that and confident in it. And I was very confident in my my skills, my talents. <clears throat> and um, so I was like, my boss can't do this without me. <laughs> he needs me. What's he going to do without me? Or I started this position. I'm the best one for it. I don't want anyone else in my position. Guys, I went through all of this and I'm just being truthful with you. I was very, very prideful in my role and I did not want anyone else to have it. And 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 why? Why do I need to leave? Nothing's going wrong in my mind. Why do I need to leave? So pride was one of the biggest factors. Doubt was another one. Why would God want me to leave to write a book? That makes zero sense. People write books while working. Um, did God really say this? Am I going crazy in my mind? Um, man, many, many, I fought many battles, but the crazy thing was I had had godly counsel and godly counsel were (laughs) telling me, oh no, I believe God is telling you, you need to go. You need to be obedient to you. Why I'm to slap you in the face. What more do I'm to say to you? But you know, what was one of the hardest things? that I faced, it was the disagreements between me and my husband. And I didn't understand it then, but when I, when I share other episodes, I will, I, I would share why I believe the disagreements happened, but it, to me, they were much needed <laughs> and they were very, um, very, very important that they happened. And also it made sense based off of what I do believe the Lord is directing me to talk about when it comes to his rest. But my husband and I disagreed a lot. I mean, we agreed that I need to leave. We just did not agree with the when. I believed it was now. Uh, And I had many reasons for that based off of my Bible reading, sermons, you know, different personal relationship with Christ, my own walk. Um, he had, he had a different thought in mind and it was hard for me because as, as a wife, you have to submit to the authority of your husband. But, you know, the question was, wait a minute, am I disobeying if, if my husband is saying this and, and I believe God is saying this, but remember ladies, if you're married, okay, you still, (laughs) God will, God will correct the man that's. He's under God's authority and that he's the corrector, the instructor, not you. And thank God for that because God is a better corrector. (laughs) But anyways, um, we battled a lot. I remember one time I um, ended up getting an injection in my knee because I had knee problems. And the doctor said to me, hey, you're good to go. You can go ahead and go back to work. Pain should be gone in 30 minutes. I showed up to my job an hour later. And I'm laid out on the ground. 
my leg completely froze. It was curled up into like a V uh, version. And um, I thought I was paralyzed. When I say the pain I was in, I I can't even explain the pain I was in. I mean, if you touched me, it felt like you were hammering me in my leg. My boss had to call the ambulance. I was screaming bloody murder. It was the first time I was in, put in an ambulance, come to find out at the hospital that the doctor had um, punctured a blood vessel. And I haven't shared this, but I have a bleeding disorder called Von Willebrand disease. And I will share that another time, how I found out about that disease. But because of that, it caused internal bleeding in my leg. And um, that was very scary. I thought, okay, God, so are you trying to get me to leave on in, in this way? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to leave in such a terrible way. I just want to leave nicely. But all types of things were happening. Tons. And it was a battle to leave, even up to the last week where I we had we knew it was time to go. And um, my boss helped us pull the plug. He said, no, no, you, you guys need to go. You cannot know that you're supposed to go, but then try to depict the time that you're supposed to go. <laughs> you can't tell God, yes, but I'll leave whenever I want, you know. So... Basically, all in all, that the story of there are so many more details I didn't go into as far as the disagreements and everything. That's not really everybody's business, <laughs> but um, it was a battle. I'm not going to say it was easy. It really was not easy, but I'm thankful for everything that did happen. And the Lord was very faithful and constantly speaking with me. Let me tell you, he taught me so much about being in his presence during that time. I mean, I craved reading from his word because it was like he was speaking into my life every single day. I cannot tell you how much he peacefully and graciously pursued me to help me stay on the path. No matter how hard it was looking, no matter how hard it was, he was saying, stay on the path. stay focused it's it's not it's not going to look good but stay on the path so i ended up leaving right october 26th was my last day and um my husband and i you know actually i'm going to rewind just a little bit before my husband and i got on the same page i remember having to go to him and apologize for you know things I had said in our arguments and, and how I, I, I trust his leading. And, you know, there were a lot of things about my heart (laughs) that wasn't right. My husband has his faults, right? Many of them, (laughs) but we're talking about me right now. And I had a lot of thoughts that I was not, my eyes were not open to and, um, judgmental. You know, sometimes you can pray about things for another person and saying, God, fix this in this person. Help them. They're not doing what's right. Help them. Lord, I don't understand why they won't do this. But you're not looking at yourself in the mirror. Are you doing 100% of what you're supposed to be doing? Is your heart right? Do you have bitterness, unforgiveness for this person? If those are not right... (laughs) Those are just as wrong as the person's heart not being right in whatever they're doing. So the Lord had to really 
convict my heart about that because there were areas in my life that maybe I was right about when I should have left. Let's just say that, but my heart wasn't right. Very bitter, very um, upset towards my husband and it caused a lot of disputing for sure. Um, <laughs> not proud of any of those times, but I remember we, we finally started talking about it. And during that, that week, I had gotten to a point where I got really angry with God. And <laughs> I told you guys I'm a baby. <laughs> but um, <sighs> so what I would say is <laughs> when you get to a point um, of knowing what it's like to hear from God, It's something that you don't want to lose at all, at all. It's, it's probably the most um, intimate and personal uh, and valuable thing you can ever have. You know, it makes you feel like you're somebody. It makes you feel like he hears you, he sees you. And that out of the trillion of people in the world, he still intentionally hears you and sees you and answers you. So I had gotten to that point um, during this journey of me leaving my job. And the Lord was speaking to me a lot. I mean, it was probably the closest I had ever been in my walk with God. And I valued it. But I got to a point where because my husband and I were not on the same page, I remember asking God, why are you speaking to me about these things, but you're not sharing it with my husband? Why are we not on the same page? And um, I got real upset about it. And I, I told God, I don't want to hear from you anymore. If it's... Um, If it's going to be, you know, something where it's pointless because you're talking to me, but you're not talking to my husband and it's doing me no good, I don't want to hear it anymore. Just keep me out of it. I was like, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I don't want to leave my job anyways. I'll just stay. I will just say none of this happened. Um, so I said... I don't want to hear from you anymore because it seems as though every time I pray, you got something to say <laughs> and I don't want to hear it. And so I remember I went a whole week without, and I, I purposefully made a choice not to hear from God. I didn't read my Bible. I didn't pray because I didn't want to hear anything he had to say. Um, it was the most miserable week of my life. I felt lost. You know, God is so gracious though. Like my needs were met. <laughs> I, 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 me and my husband bonded that week. I think the Lord was just like, you may not want to hear from me through my word and through prayer, but I'm still going to show you that I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing things in your life. My husband and I be, got on the same page that week without me even reading my Bible or praying. You know, that's, that shows you how good of a God he is, like how loving he is. You can say, I don't want to hear from you. And he's still doing things. <laughs> I mean, he is intentional. He is intentionally 
after you. So we made up that week. Um, and I ended up having to ask the Lord for forgiveness because it was the most miserable time of my life. I don't ever want to be, do something like that again. I, ugh, It was a terrible feeling. But all that to say, when I left, I remember my husband asked me this question um, that I know he was not, this is not a question he was trying to hurt my feelings on. He just was really trying to understand. And he said, why would God ask you to leave your job and talk about rest when you're going to be at home doing nothing, like not under stress? And that was the one question that I have feared being asked of me because me, I, in my mind, I'm a hard worker. I love to work. The last thing I want someone to perceive of me is laziness, not doing anything. Being at home is like doing nothing. And that was kind of like how I had perceived it, ladies. I At the time, we were going to get into that in the next episode. But being at home, me, psh, I pitied those women, those women that were at home. I was like, oh, I'm the more blessed one because I get to work and I'm making money and I'm seen and I'm heard and I'm known and my skills and talents are being flaunted. And um, so going home, oh no, I cannot be seen as doing nothing, not me. No, I am capable, able. <laughs> and so when he asked me that question, I was really hurt, really hurt. And that was when I came home when I when I uh, quit my job and I asked the Lord, how in the world can I leave something that I love, something that I know how to do well and purposefully make a decision to go home and people see it as nothing? How can, where is my value? Lord, where is my value? I don't have value. This was the biggest question I struggled with. And I had realized that the Lord was teaching me. I had placed my identity in my work and my capabilities and my skills and my talents. And I had no idea my worth in Christ outside of monetary gain, outside of the eyes of man, outside of what this world says value is. I had no idea what it was. I was resting in my work. I was resting in the things that I loved more than God. If God were to be on this earth during that time and he asked me, Kim, work or me, I probably would have said, can it be work plus you? <laughs> As if God is not able to take care of me outside of work. Ah, The Lord taught me what value is to him. And we as women, and let me tell you, ladies, it is the most beautiful thing to be known and to be loved by God and to know what your value is in God. If you don't know what that is, let me tell you, ladies, if you do not know what your value is in God, you will never, ever, ever, ever take on the responsibility he has asked of you to do as a woman because you do not know how valuable it is. And let me tell you, I did not know. I did not know. And it's, it is, you may think you know right now, okay? But wait till I share <laughs> what the Lord showed me. And it's, it, I believe it will blow your mind. I believe it will blow your mind because it, it, it's not just about, oh, at home. It's not just about, oh, working here and there. It's not just about, um, 
whatever you think it is. I, I guarantee, I just feel like you may not know what it is that I am about to share about your value as a woman, but we women have to understand our value. If you knew, let's just say, um, someone asked me to sell this pen, right? And it's worth a million dollars. And I know why it's worth a million dollars because if you write, gold comes out, whatever. <laughs> Let's just say I knew that and I'm doing everything within my power to get the thing sold because I know how valuable it is. I want to take on that responsibility. It is my responsibility to sell this pen, be the voice of this pen, be the marketer for this pen because it is valuable. But you as a woman, you will not take on a responsibility and love it and own it if you do not know how valuable it is. Do you know your value? I'm going to stop there. Ladies, don't forget, if you're wondering how can you support this podcast, the best way to support it is to share with as many women as possible. You know, we women have to encourage each other. We have to encourage each other to rest, especially in a time that we are living in now. We all deserve and desire rest. So the best way to support is to share the podcast with any woman you can think of. This is for anybody, any woman, any lady of any age, share it. Also, you could like the podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can rate it if you think it's good, if it's been encouraging. Also on YouTube, if you could subscribe, hit that subscribe button and also share it as well. But most importantly, I do love feedback. So if, if there's something that has encouraged you, something you want to hear more of on my website, you could check it out. You could scroll down to the email list. I would love if you sign up for the mailing list so that I can send you notes of encouragement every week, as well as give you updates on the book. But also here uh, is where you can leave a comment for any feedback of the podcast, how it has encouraged you mostly. So thank you so much, ladies. I look forward to talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Wait for Rest podcast. To stay updated with future episodes, the book release, and more, visit www.wait-for-rest.org. And remember, Jesus says to come to him if you're tired and if you have any burdens. And it's through him that you will find God's rest. Until next time.